Evergreen State College admitting to inappropriate behavior. No, not that kind of inappropriate behavior, but ethically inappropriate, if we could say that, um, as far as, uh, as staff at this state college using state resources for political purposes. In this case, and this is why we're talking about it this morning on The Farming Show, they used state resources on political activism that targeted that Sumas blueberry farm that was and has been a focus of so much attention after that farm worker died of, of natural causes, I might add, of uh, unfortunately not uh, taking his, his uh, diabetes medication that he had run out of. I think we all know the story and the, the I mean, sad reality, of course, for him and his family but the exoneration of the farm, they had been accused of killing this man essentially by activists. And that turned out to all not be true. Nothing that this, that the activists claimed against the Sumas farm were true. Uh, as it's turned out, uh, the farm did end up getting fined uh, for something that they actually weren't accused of by, by these activists, something totally different uh, from, from uh, records that the, the, the department of labor and industries went through as they were investigating the farm after this man had died, they had some late uh, rest breaks and meal breaks, and they got a huge fine for that, actually, which uh, we've talked about here on the program. Fine was amplified significantly, uh, as we discovered in public documents that were uncovered, uh, because of the publicity that this whole case got out in Sumas. So we've talked a lot about this on the program. Well, this publicity, part of this publicity was the the public demonstration that was going on there in Sumas. People remember that. The picket lines, the the uh, the you know blocking the roads, the bullhorns, the uh, shouting accusations and and uh, slogans and and the the activism that was going on out there involved in that. We now know were staff members and students from the Evergreen State College. One of these bastions of political activism here in in Western Washington and on the West Coast, really, that and and Western Washington University, uh, both um, politically very, uh, very out there, uh, if we can if we can characterize it that way. So there have been some some uh, sanctions levied against these these staff members they're in trouble uh for their actions now that this has been uncovered and and after a a complaint was filed with the university by my organization i've been involved with this since we did uncover the photos that actually did confirm that there were vehicles at these protests from the evergreen state college there were there were staff members there. There were state resources in in terms of these taxpayer paid for vehicles. I mean, these folks are state employees working for state funded Evergreen State College. Uh, joining me on the phone with some reaction to this uh, this morning, um, State Representatives uh, Luann Van Werven and Vincent Buys, both uh, representing uh, the 42nd District up here in Watkin County down in Olympia. And they join us on the phone this morning. Um, first, uh, Representative Van Werven, um, we were just chatting before we came on the air. You, you said you were surprised that the college actually is admitting to to um, essentially inappropriate activity here and, and, and is apologizing for it. Yes, and uh, I, I found the apology uh, 
a welcome relief. And I take uh, President Bridges at his word that he is he is sorry that this happened. But I will just say that, Dylan, you started this process months and months ago uh, trying to get them to come clean about what had happened. And, uh, and, and I appreciate that you brought us into this loop as well. I serve on the Higher Education Committee, so I have a lot of interaction with Mr. Bridges. But um, I guess what, what finally brought it to a head is that you produced the photographs of staff members actually protesting. And uh, so they were holding these protest signs. And so I think that that was uh, really what brought it to a head. And uh, President Bridges was faced with it, with the facts of this case. And, uh, and it has come out and he has apologized and, uh, and has said that this will not happen again. And I, I will take him at his word. But we will be watchful. Yeah, and, and we certainly know that, again, uh, Evergreen, the Evergreen State College has been a hotbed of activism. It's come under a lot of criticism from a lot of different angles for some of the extreme things that have gone on there that uh, students and staff have supported in various ways. Certainly, folks on their personal time, uh, if they're a college professor or state employee of any type or a student on their own personal time is free to support whatever cause they would like as part of their freedom of speech, etc. But when they are on a class sponsored field trip, when they are using state resources like vans and other equipment and things that taxpayers have paid for, they are appearing essentially because of, you know, those vehicles and, the, and that logo and uh, under that banner of the Evergreen State College. They are essentially appearing on behalf of of that institution. I want to bring in Representative uh, Bies here as well. You've been following this closely from the get go, um, as well as Representative Van Werven. What did you make of all this? I, I know a lot of people here in Whatcom County are, are pretty angry uh, and have been seeing this kind of thing go on more than just this time. Um, and and so in some ways, it's a little bit satisfying to to finally get some movement on this here and, and hear this university say, or this college say they're going to do something about this and they're, they're actually going to put it, put it into this kind of stuff. Yeah. Well, good morning, Dylan. And, and I agree with a lot of what Ref, uh, Van Werven said in, in regard to, you know, I'm really relieved that president bridges is, is taking it seriously, has taken it seriously and, and has really uh, put the brake on this sort of action happening. You know, we were definitely concerned uh, when we first heard about it, and we were concerned about what the college's response would be, and I agree with you also. You know, if you're doing it on your own time, that's that's your own thing. You can do it. What is still concerning to me is that we've got teachers at a college like Evergreen that are spouting you know things that simply are not true, and they're basically indoctrinating students to their point of view, which basically says that these farm workers were being abused, etc which is absolutely contrary to everything we've seen and everything that the investigations that state L&I has done. And so for me, using state resources, even in the classroom, even if they're not coming up to Whatcom County, using state resources to do that. But the fact that they're even, uh, you know, indoctrinating a lot of these students at Evergreen to essentially say that, uh, you know, farmers are not taking care of their, their worker f workforce is, is very, very troubling to me. And that they would use this as a kind of quote unquote field trip 
to to come up and you know see the evil farmer at work i i think is very very troubling just regardless of how they're using those state resources well i and and to that point i i don't know about you representatives uh buys and Van Wer- uh, representative luann Van Werben, who's also with us here this morning i don't know about you but i i do have some questions still as far as how this whole field trip thing went down as they claim how it could be a class field trip of, of multiple days to apparently interact and, and learn about farming issues and food system issues to hear from farm workers and farmers this is what we were told was the purpose of this field trip when in reality they come up here and and students uh, under the guise of a field trip are then given the choice of whether or not they want to participate in uh, some political you know uh, protest demonstration and and be directly involved themselves to me that doesn't really align it seemed like there was there was more of an agenda in the first place and then i have questions about how that was all organized and and who's behind this and who's connected to who as far as using classrooms and students and vehicles and all of this educational effort to essentially further a political cause well, I think the missing link is that we, what we uncovered is, or what you uncovered, is that there is a direct link between um, what you would say workers' rights, uh, radical workers' rights uh, groups locally here in Whatcom County, a direct connection to uh, Evergreen State College, and and President Bridges even said that this, this, these, some of these groups have been on the campus in the classrooms, and uh, basically activating these students uh, in, in the areas of uh, workers' rights. But the, these we're talking of some of the most extreme radical organizations that are involved in this. But um, I, the other thing that I was encouraged is that uh, President Bridges, uh, even though I know he doesn't probably have a lot to say about what goes on in the, da- in the daily classrooms, but he is, he promised that he is going to make an effort to get groups such as yours, Dylan, into their classrooms down there so that they can actually hear a different opinion, a, an alternative viewpoint of uh, how these farmers treat their workers. And so, uh, you know, that was another encouraging step. And that's just another thing we will hold his feet to the fire to make yeah. sure that that actually happens. Well, and and, and that uh, is, is a trend that needs to be reversed there, as I think people are well aware of many incidents of political extremism taking shape there on the Evergreen campus uh, down in Olympia, where, you know, in the name of diversity, really the opposite is going on, where viewpoints are being limited or people are being shouted down or, or excluded or even this, this awful uh, event, what, last year, uh, where white people were excluded from campus dividing people racially and and between it's just some of these ugly things that again are being done in the name of diversity in the name of open thought but really producing exactly the opposite of those things exactly right yes um and and representative buys i i don't know um how much either you or Representative Van Werven have been following some of these other things, but we do have concerns that this isn't the first time that this has happened. There's some evidence, and 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 people know that that 
these kinds of things have also gone on with the Sakuma uh, Brothers Farm situation um, and, and the labor activist uh, demonstrations down in, in Skagit County previous to what happened in Sumas. We know there have been other things at Western Washington University where uh, activists and, and uh, labor organizers have, have used students and to further their organizing as well as their boycotts and other things like that. I guess we have to be ever vigilant, but this is kind of the first time that I'm seeing these these folks really called out on these activities and, and, and kind of pushing the envelope as they have been for so many years in higher education, state-funded higher education, uh, to further a specific political viewpoint. I hope this continues. I don't know. I, I, is, this, is this a shift that we're seeing in this, this happening? Well, I, I'm hopeful that it is a shift. And, and in my role on the Egg and Natural Resource Committee, we're definitely following the workforce issues, especially down in Sakuma and Skagit. And that was really one of the first places that the sort of uh, community to community uh, group got involved and, and making an issue where there really wasn't an issue. And, uh, and and causing problems with with the workforce and causing discontent. And the, the interesting thing is, in most of these cases, the the workforce is the one that's that's actually in the end harmed. It, it's the workers who end up, uh, whether it's the you know they used to be able to p- uh, pick on a piecemeal rate now because of the activities that was going on, the lawsuits that were going on uh, in, in some of these areas on the the, the piecemeal rate they're actually not able to make as much as per hour as they would have. And so, because now they're switched to a hourly basis and some of these people that were good pickers, they were able to actually earn more under the old system. But now because of these activist groups coming in and suing and litigating, they're going to a system which does not afford the worker the flexibility that he had as far as when am I going to take my work break? Do, when do I want to take my work break? Hey, let's wait to take my work break until I get to the end of the row where it's most efficient uh, and allowing them to, you know, excel in, yep. in what they're doing by getting a higher rate for picking more of a product or you know, of a crop. So ultimately the workforce is, is the one being hurt and they're not necessarily even the ones that are asking for the help from these uh, these community action groups. And and here again, we have an example of, of a group claiming to do something, um, something that the pu- public supports and wants to see, and it sounds really good, but really the actual on-the-ground results of their actions are creating exactly the opposite result, where they're claiming to want to help farm workers, but in reality, they're hurting farm workers. Yes, by and, and we've been following that as well. I represented buys down at Sakuma with, with the uh, union contract that they talk about so much down there, that, that uh, Familias Unidas por la Justicia, the, the union formed by Community to Community uh, Development Activist Group out of Bellingham, they, they are talk so proudly about that, but in reality, it's, it's causing a lot of people to make a lot less money uh, than they used to make. It's caused people to lose their jobs and, and their actions at this Sumas farm that we've been talking about uh, that uh, the, these Evergreen students and staff were involved in the activism at. Um, a lot of people have lost their jobs because of that activism as well as that farm has shifted away from manual labor, has moved to more and more mechanical labor. These folks who were guest workers here from Mexico 
haven't gotten hired back and, and have been left in a terrible position in Mexico, making in a lot of cases, 10 or $11 a day and not really having an opportunity to do anything else like they had hoped to, to be able to come here and make more like $200 a day. It, it just, it doesn't even compare uh, as far as the opportunities that have been, been taken away from these folks. And I, I think that's the real story here. The real travesty again, state representative Vincent buys state representative Vincent, uh, Vincent Baez and, and State Representative Lou Anvin Wervin with us on the program this morning. This is the Farming Show on KGMI, uh, sponsored by Farmers Equipment Company, as well as Laurel Farm and Western Supply and McAvoy Oil. So we, we certainly appreciate those local uh, companies uh, giving us a voice and, and giving us uh, the opportunity to have a program like this and talk about these issues frankly and openly. Um, representatives, both of you, just give you one last chance to sound off on this issue. Um, I, I know you're frustrated by it. I know I was frustrated by it. And I'm, I'm glad for the apology. I'm glad that they're fessing up, so to speak, to this. And I'm glad of the assurances that they're going to work to, uh, to uh, make sure these things don't happen again. But I, I don't know about you, but I, I feel like, uh, you know, this job is just starting to, to call some of these things out that are going on at places like uh, Evergreen and, and Western. Yeah, this was a step in the right direction. I just want to expand a little bit on uh, what President Bridges said about these sanctions against these staff members. It basically is a letter that is going to go into their record. And so um, he indicated that it was a strong letter, that, uh, that the staff members are not happy about it. But I just want to be clear, it's not like anybody's going to lose their job. Nobody's going to lose time, you know, from the classroom. Um, it is a letter that goes into their record. And uh, let's just hope that that serves as a warning uh, to to future staff yeah. at Evergreen. And I'm sure the word will spread. Well, and technically, and, and this is not to say that I'm not thankful that something is happening because I am uh, genuinely encouraged by all of this. But technically, you would probably call this reprimand a slap on the wrist compared to yes, what potential sanctions could be. Absolutely. Certainly compared to the private sector. This was merely a slap on the hands. All right. Uh, State Representative Lou Anvin Wervin with us on the program this morning. Also, Representative Vincent Buys. Thanks, uh, both of you, for your time. We appreciate it and uh, your focus on these issues that are important, not just to farming here in Whatcom County, as that was what was politically targeted uh, by this inappropriate use of state funds here, but uh, to, of course, so many issues that we've talked about with you uh, other times on on my various programs that I've hosted over the years. We, we appreciate both of your work on it and thank you for thank you for bringing light to this issue it was it was very important thank you